Welcome back to another edition of Laying It Down. It is Wednesday, September 1st. It means football's officially back. College football week one is on Saturday or Thursday, actually, starts. Uh, joined by a scout, not Sloth. Sloth is um, shopping for clothes um, for a wedding. So not something, I think he does that once a year, probably, right? Um you, anyway. He has a wedding once a year? Well, I think he goes clothes shopping once a year. <laughs> uh, would you agree on that? I think that's a one and done each year. Yeah, uh, I think one is might even be generous. I feel mm. like he screams like um, hey, his girlfriend picks him up a shirt once in a while. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's good enough for him. Yeah. It's yeah. not a bad way to live your life. No, but... it's not. So spend, that's what spend he's doing. Spend his money on uh, other things. Yeah. Yes, for sure. Uh, like yeah. cards. Like cards. Um, Yo, I saw that the duck race today. It was pretty good. Yeah. I only um, saw the one where the normal JP duck won. They, so JP, Paul, and Dave each won, which was good. Oh, that's they were good. the three that got in. So, yeah. That's good to see. Um, but yeah, cleared out basically all the cards. That so DK JP, Metcalf was sick. Right? It was in the final pack. Yeah, that was so, nice. And Dave got a Jalen Regor. Auto. Jay got so. yeah. Dave got Rengor. That's awesome. Yep. Um, <laughs> big news in the football world. It is cut day today, and um, I guess we have to give some credit to Sloth. He correctly guessed all five of the five QB battle um, winners. And uh, today we got our I guess final answer. Cam Newton cut Mac Jones, the starter, week one. Against Miami Dolphins. Yeah, he he hit that one right on the head, man. He said, uh, for those of you who don't know, Cam Newton out for COVID, out for five days, is going to open a door for Mac Jones to take the job. And sure enough, he skirted right on in there, and he's going to be a week one starter. Bye-bye, Cam Newton. Yeah, if you watched any preseason and you watched the Patriots, you noticed that Mac Jones looked way better than Cam Newton did. Cam Newton looked like the Cam Newton we were used to seeing. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting. I don't know why the Patriots are still favored by two and a half. Does not make sense to me. Um, gut reaction for you on that line would be it yeah, is in I, New England. I, I like the Dolphins this year. And I'm I'm in on two of this year too. So I think Brian Flores is gonna work something up and trip up the rookie, I think. Yeah. No Stefan no uh Stefan Gilmore for the first six weeks. That's big. But no Will Fuller, so, mm-hmm. so I mean we'll we'll see. It's uh didn't did they just trade for uh uh Lyman or something? The Dolphins. Who? Dolphins. Uh yeah. They're they've been adding some depth. They're all depth pieces, but we need or the Dolphins need a lot of that. Um Yeah, it's good. It it does seem it does seem like the line needs to get to more of a pick 'em, if you ask me. Right. I feel I like you can't favor the Miami because it's it's in Foxborough week one. But yeah, I, I think two and a half seems seems a little large. I think the last rookie QB to make his debut and win the game was was uh David Carr back with wow. the Texans. My so God. that's why none of it makes any sense to me. Like we think Mac Jones is gonna Right. And Miami has a great defense. Yeah, I, I don't under, I don't understand it. So, 
we'll see if that changes at all come next Sunday, two Sundays from now. Yeah, you're right. I think I might have to get on this this uh, plus two and a half for the Dolphins while I can. Yeah. As we know, I I am not allowed to gamble because of no. work. However, we added a fourth member to our team. It is our resident gambling friend. His name is um, Ricky. So if Ricky ever tells me any picks he wants, I will relay the message to the okay. podcast. Uh, cool. Ricky has informed me he is all over the Dolphins in this. Okay. It, it makes too much sense. So, it does. Well, I agree with Ricky here. Um, also, to stick with the Dolphins, there was this – the rumors continue with Deshaun Watson – Two Miami Dolphins. The Texans want three first-round picks, two second-round picks. Basically, you are mortgaging your entire future on a guy who has 26 sexual assault or sexual, I don't know, the allegations regarding something with sex. You don't want any part in that. Um, And the Texans are not willing to take a discount. So, Hmm. um, yeah, it's been reported that Dolphins are front-runners, all this stuff. Um, from a human aspect, it makes zero sense to me, especially when Tua has looked so good this preseason. He's taken the step that everybody wants him to take. And uh, why, like, if you if you trade for Deshaun Watson, your hopes of, like, that locker room is ruined, basically. I don't know how you feel about it. It's how I feel about it. It would be the stupidest thing ever to trade for him, um, given all the circumstances. Yeah, I I pretty much agree with you. When it was reported the Eagles were interested in Deshaun Watson and it came out that he wouldn't waive his no trade clause to go to Philly, I was like, thank God, because I don't mm-hmm. I don't want to have to deal with it. I don't think the Eagles are in good enough shape where they can just basically mortgage the future away for draft picks when this team is old. So I think you have to consider that as well because he could play this year. Because uh, I don't think he's on commissioner's exempt list or he doesn't have mm-hmm. any criminal charges against him. It's just their allegations. And it's all civil court right now. So, yep. but who knows? Like next year, he could not, he could just not be allowed to play or it could uh, come he'd be out in and, jail. It, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's it's absolutely ludicrous that the Dolphins are, or excuse me, the, uh, the Texans are trying to get three first round picks and like two second round picks. It's ridiculous. Uh, if I was them, I would maybe a couple firsts and okay, yeah. thanks. And it may be a QB swap. Yeah. Be fine yeah, with Apparently me. they don't even, the rumors were too, it wasn't even involved in the trade. Um, it, yeah. None so of it makes sense. It doesn't make any sense, but I don't even know. Like, I don't know where we can go from here with the Deshaun Watson news because there was pretty reputable names that were putting it out there that, oh, yeah. Miami is the front runners. And now all of a sudden it's not even close to anything. Like it was, right. it was like a done deal two night, yeah. two days ago. And now we're looking at it like, Oh, it's, it's basically nothing. It's all smoke, but yeah, I don't know. What do you, what do you think? Any, uh, you put anything behind maybe, uh, Bill Belichick's, uh, leaking this news uh, to get into his head. What do you think? The only thing it could be, it could be that <laughs> it could be Deshaun Watson's agent and it could be the Texans to try and drive up this, market i it makes no sense if you're the dolphins and you were going to trade for him you would have traded for him back in march the price hasn't changed nothing has changed if anything you'd want him less because tua has really shown that he could actually be something so none of it makes sense um the texans today said he's going to be on their 53 man roster and just sit there so 
they basically now have a 52 man. They are like tanking anyway, <laughs> but they're okay with him sitting out the entire season and hoping this all gets cleared up this year and they can trade him um, next season, I guess. But he said he's not playing. Now, it would be wild if he was just like, fuck it, I'm going to play for the Texans this year. Um, uh, that would be crazy, and that would ruin my underlock of the year. Mm, which we will get to later. So <laughs> it's a lot to figure out, but if you're an up-and-coming team with a pretty young locker room, uh, stick with your first-round pick who has made tremendous strides this offseason. Yeah, I mean, tank for two was a real thing. Oh, yeah, it was a real thing. So, <laughs> so let's come on, figure give it him out. a chance. And yeah. this is without Will Fuller. Correct. We haven't. He hasn't even played a snap yet. So, well, that is that is Will Fuller in a nutshell as well. We don't know how much the Dolphins will get after. <laughs> but um, other than that, Trey Lance, we thought maybe he would sneak in that spot to start week one. Not going to happen. Had a bone chip uh, in his finger, according to Shanahan, and it'll be out seven days. So you can kiss that week one starting uh, goodbye. I don't know if this is a Shanahan like very uh actually he's not really hurt we just want to give jimmy g the um the start i don't know how you feel about it but uh i wouldn't put a pass shanahan to do this yeah the timing is pretty convenient to come out mm-hmm. with a, a week long injury for trey lance uh i don't know he was according to pff was the lowest graded rookie quarterback during the preseason i don't know yep. how much we want to put into those grades, but the way Twitter acts, I mean, he's like the greatest thing mm-hmm. that has ever stepped on the football field, but he's was rated a 57 overall, according to PFF. And Mac Jones was the best rookie ever graded over Patrick Mahomes in the preseason. So yeah. I don't, I don't know if we want to put anything into that or maybe a little, we think Mac Jones actually is going to be a competent, good quarterback. Who knows? He looked he looked good in the preseason. He has uh, looked good. He's uh, fit the ball into some tight windows, but you know yeah. Trey Lance can run. So I guess yeah, got it. You got to be with the hotness. Trey Lance seems to be the golden boy of Twitter football. I think. Yeah. Um, oh he makes God, some flashy plays. Ridiculous. But he'll also turn the wrong way for a handoff and just get <laughs> swallowed up. So he he's not ready. Um, I don't think for games, but. I think you start you start Jimmy G. You got the Lions, the Eagles. Given your roster, you should be two and zero. You play the mm-hmm. Packers, Seahawks, Cardinals, and Colts. That's going to be a tough stretch. Um, so we'll see. But hundred percent agree. Uh, if you're trying to win, and that's what they're trying to do, I think your best bet's Jimmy G right now. Well, it has um, to be. What their record is is crazy good when Jimmy G starts a football game. It's true. And so, Vegas has them at 10 and a half wins this season. God, it uh, seems so high, especially with the rumors of Trey Lance coming in. You can't tell me that mm-hmm. they're going to win more games this year with Trey Lance over Jimmy Garoppolo. You just can't convince me. No, it doesn't work like that. What else we got? Oh, this is uh, for the FFB. This is big news for you. J.K. Dobbins, the uh, mm. worst is confirmed, torn ACL. Uh, in preseason, out for the year. Uh, Gus Edwards, next man up for the Ravens. I don't know if this is a huge hit when it comes to the Ravens' offense, NFL-wise. I mean, Dobbins is great, but, I mean, 
team runs through Lamar. And uh, they've always done kind of a committee thing. So it'll be Gus Edwards. It'll be a little bit of a hit. I don't think it's enough to derail them from making the playoffs or not. Your thoughts? No, I still like the Ravens to make the playoffs and have the best running game in football. Maybe the Browns could rival them. But Lamar Jackson's so goddamn good at running the ball and, and mm-hmm. creating opportunities for the whole entire offense. And Gus Edwards is a good running back. Uh, yep. They just paid him. Yeah, they paid him great, pretty good money. I think it was more backup money, more on the lines of a little more than Kenyon Drake, I believe. Yep. But I think it, I think it's going to be a little bit of a hit because Dobbins is much better than Justice Hill or whoever mm-hmm. the hell the fourth string running back is for the Ravens. So if they have to rely on Gus Edwards to do a little bit of a heavy workload, I don't know. Maybe it, maybe it takes a toll on him and he starts to wear down later in the year, kind of. Mm-hmm. Like maybe people are anticipating Mike Davis does where he just doesn't hold up to the workload. Uh, maybe Daryl Henderson comes to mind as well, where you just kind of want to bring in another guy to split this, maybe a more 60, 40 approach versus, uh, I don't know, 80, 20, you yeah. know, bell cow back approach. But, but yeah, I think the Ravens are still locked to make the playoffs. They, their defense is as good as it ever has been. And, Lamar Jackson is only going to continue to get better. I think the one thing that was going to hurt them is they still have no freaking people to throw the ball to because Bateman's yep. out. Yep. Mark uh, Marquise Brown has been hurt. They basically just have uh, Mark Andrews. And, I mean, Sammy Watkins is there, but who the hell knows? Yeah. The Chiefs Sammy couldn't Watkins. wait for him to leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see. Um, from a – Fantasy perspective, though, what, yeah. what's your what what do you got going on? Because your roster, your running back roster was um, like slim to yeah. begin with. Yeah. Uh, so so to say the least, my running back depth was not great uh, no. behind Antonio Gibson and J.K. Dobbins. I was really banking on <laughs> not getting injuries this early. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think you have to assume your running backs are going to get hurt at some point. If you know one of them, obviously, maybe maybe not both, hopefully, but yeah, at this point, I'm running with like Melvin Gordon and James Connor. Hopefully, one of them can do good to start the year, mm-hmm. and and uh, maybe I can pull out a trade for somebody. But at this point, uh, it's devastating for my fantasy outlook. But yeah, we'll uh, we'll we'll keep grinding. Hopefully, I I drafted well enough in my other positions to pull me through. Yep. But it's definitely not not a good look when you could have had David Montgomery. Mm. Well, yeah. Who went two picks after. Yeah. That that would sound good right about now. Yeah. Last bit of news, Minshew was uh traded to the Eagles. I because I'm on the West Coast, I usually am up later than the rest of you. Woke up to over 60 texts. <laughs> like oh, like something something big happened in fantasy or something nope um no that did not happen we were arguing if uh Minshew is a better quarterback than joe flacco um my i would say he absolutely is <laughs> that's just my thoughts um i went as far to say as he could get cut he did not get cut however um Minshew is a viable quarterback and he played as probably good as you can if you're an undrafted player with yep. the cast that the Jaguars have to offer. Absolutely. Um, and they got him for a six round pick. Now this is 
crazy. But what's crazier is that Urban Meyer never announced a starter and basically split reps with his number one overall pick, Trevor Lawrence and Gardner Minshew, all training camp, all preseason, and then traded him for basically nothing. Just to so, ship them all for a six-round yeah, pick. Urban Meyer off to a great start in uh, Jacksonville. As an Eagle fan, thoughts on Minshew? I mean, yeah, I, I think it's cool. I, I'm pretty sure I've been on record as a pretty big uh, Gardner fan. Uh, you have, yeah, I, I like Minshew a lot. I think he's just a fun guy to root for because just with everything he's got going on, uh, like what did he say this preseason? Um, I haven't taken a shit in weeks because number two's not an option. Like he's just yep. just a just a great guy. Um, yep. And yeah, I think if you're Nick Sirianni, this is a good backup quarterback to trade for because he resembles Jalen Hurts a lot better than Joe Flacco. So if something were to happen to Hurts, I agree with you. I believe that Minshew would be the backup. Uh, maybe if if Hurts got like kind of like a Saints situation, you maybe they don't bring in uh, Jameis during the game, but they can bring in Taysom or whatever because they don't right. have to upend the offense. So, yeah, I think uh, it'll be good to have basically Gardner Minshew running the practice squad and, and kind of simulating what mobile quarterbacks can do and what Jalen Hurts can do. Be good for, uh, good, for, good for everybody. Yeah. And the Eagles um, traded Matt Pryor, our backup tackle, and we got the – basically got the pick back. So okay. the Eagles essentially traded Matt Pryor for Gardner Minshew. Sounds pretty decent. Yeah. And who knows, he might get chipped again when someone goes down and needs a serviceable quarterback if they're make, trying to make the push. Yeah, who knows? Maybe maybe get a fourth out of it or something. Yeah. Um, besides that, any uh, week three takeaways? There was a terrible bad beat that Ricky was on. Um, the Patriots were basically kneeling out the clock. They were favored by two and a half. And um, I think they ended up trying to attempt like a 50-yard field goal in MetLife. Missed. Last play of the game. Mike the Neck Glennon throws a Hail Mary. It was a clear <laughs> offensive pass interference. Push off. Clear as day. Refs didn't call it. Uh, Patriots win by two. So the uh, that point five. AKA the hook. That's that'll that'll get you sometimes in a got our friend time. Ricky. So um there were a couple of bad beats and just throughout preseason just because of how weird like it's not played like normal football. Um but other than that, I think the Dolphins had a Hail Mary as well. Um not many starters were playing, except for JK Dobbins, it seemed. Yeah, what oh. so what what are what are your thoughts on starters and the preseason? I don't think I think it's it, it. I don't read too much into it. Um, Rogers hasn't played a snap. He will be fine. Brady's played more than you're probably comfortable with, and he looked awesome. He had Josh a, Allen's played. Yeah, Josh Allen looked great. Um, like Brady and Josh Allen led like like their offenses are ready to go. Uh, I think Brady like went no huddle down the field. It was against the Texans, yep. but like seven for seven, no huddle, like audibles, all this, mm -hmm. and it was just like zing 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 down the field. Um, and Josh Allen, touchdown. yeah, Josh Allen. Uh, I think the whole first quarter they didn't run the ball once; they just threw the ball, <laughs> and he showed off his arm. So uh, the, those two Davis. offenses are ready to go. 
but yeah, I think it varies by team, by coaching staff. Um, Mo says that PI was as bad as the Saints one. I agree, Mo. Um, was Ricky it that was bad? telling me all about it. Yeah, it was a clear offensive push off in the end zone, um, and the ref was just like, "Nah, it's all good." Well, but, at least um, it wasn't in a divisional game. True, playoff game. Uh, but you gotta let your yeah. let your boy Ricky know that. The Ravens have won 20 straight preseason games because NFL Harbaugh record. Harbaugh likes to play the starters in the preseason. So maybe uh, hammer the Ravens next year preseason. Okay, good good idea. Um, yeah, and it's like they haven't lost since 2016 or something. It's absurd. It's yeah, it does. It makes no sense. Uh, what else do we have? Oh, they did the top 100 list. Mahomes was named number one. Um, it is by the players. So they do all the picking. Donald the was two. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Rodgers was three. Derrick Henry, four. Kelsey, five. Devontae Adams, six. Brady, seven. D-Hop, eight. TJ Watt was nine. And uh, your friend Josh Allen was at number 10. So that was the list. I think Donald has been like one or two for the past like five years. So. Yeah, players players know he's that good. Um, I didn't. I don't really read too much in, into any of these type of list things. But um, no, the, the one takeaway I had is that no Eagles made the top hundred, <laughs> which I thought was ridiculous. That Fletcher Cox or Brandon Graham coming off a of Pro Bowl season. I yeah. don't know. Brandon Brooks, not, like Jason Kelsey, you know, these guys are not respected pre- by the players. Yeah, I mean, perennial all-stars or perennial, perennial uh, pro bowlers. Mm-hmm. No respect to the birds. Damn. Um, we don't, I mean, we, we kind of just motored through those. Oh, I have a, something I've never realized. This is nothing to do with football. Okay. I, I wrote it down because I want to talk about it. I don't it, know why it took me so long, but with the hurricane was it Ida in new Orleans. Mm-hmm. What is the point of having these reporters like in the thick of like a hurricane? <laughs> like, I don't under, like we know it's bad, but they threw like, there's like the, uh, good morning America. Like this older guy is like at least six years old. Oh, the um, guy with the, uh, the baseball helmet. Yeah. They're throwing <laughs> like elderly men into these conditions. No, like, that, hurricane he's, he's wins, like, a, he's wins. a thing though. Yeah. What's, what's that guy's name? It's like Al something, right? The the hurricane guy. No, 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 no. The the guy who's always in the hurricane. Like he only Jim Cantori. It makes no if, sense. If uh I was told by a reliable source that Jim Cantori, when he's on the scene, it's bad. Damn. So you he's don't want one, him coming to your no, town. No, you don't want him coming to your town <laughs> because it's bad news. He had the, the baseball helmet on like he was about to take a pitch. So I don't yeah. understand <laughs> why they do it. I like do these reporters get like bonuses for bad conditions? Is it just part of the job? We should have Jim Cantori on the yeah, pod. Yeah, we gotta have. Uh, Jim I don't Cantori understand on. it. Like we know it's bad. We don't need to see old men like <laughs> blowing in the wind. It. I just. It. I don't know why it took me twenty some years to figure this out, but I just don't get it. Why? Like, because there's cameras everywhere. And you can see roofs flying off and stuff, but yeah, I had to write, I had to bring that up because I just it is it is an interesting point though. Like why why do we need to see people out there struggling when we know what's going on? 
And there's crew people too, like the camera yeah. guy. And I'm sure there's lighting guys and like the whole truck. Like, God, I just, I don't get it. But uh, yeah. But you wonder my... where, where do these people, where do they go when it's real no bad? I have no idea because it does. Right? Um, it does. I don't know if, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, you know I, they, say, I, they say evacuate, but yeah. they're like going into it. I don't know. Crazy. But yeah, pretty wild. Um, with that, I guess it's kind of related. The Saints uh, are in Dallas, and there's a chance they might not play a home game until week eight of the regular season, which is insane. Um, obviously, there's such a thing as home field advantage, and the Saints have a pretty good one. So we'll see. I think if if they do have to wait till week eight, I think it costs them a game or two. It's a that's a tough long road to uh, be away, just from home in general. It's it's got to be weird. So we'll see. But any any rumored temporary home places for the Saints? They're in Dallas right now. However, their first home game is scheduled, I think, week two or three against Green Bay, and they can't play at the Cowboys Stadium because there's a concert. So they're still looking for a home. Damn. Um, yeah, weird. They'll find uh, something, the, but it's what did, not um, ideal. What did the uh, Raiders do or the or the Rams? Didn't when they were building the stadiums? Didn't where did they go? Did they just go to a college stadium? Yeah they they played at the Coliseum. Okay. So there's plenty of stadiums around, but um, yeah. So that'll be. But you're right. Nothing. Nothing's like uh, home field advantage. Yeah. Uh, especially when you got a good one. So mm -hmm. something to watch. Um, yeah, the season's almost here. So we're doing our favorite over team total, favorite under team total. Should have asked Sloth what his would be. Um, it would probably be under if under for the Eagles would be my guess. If you want to start with your favorite over for the season. Okay. Uh, so my favorite over. So <sighs> Eagles six and a half. <laughs> the Eagles are being just disrespected here. Would it's absurd. So the Eagles finished. Last in the division last year? Second to last? It's bad. Last. Last in the division, so they get a last place schedule. And they have, when healthy, a top 10 offensive line. And I don't think it's very debatable. And bringing in weapons this offseason with Devonta Smith. Zach Ertz is reportedly back and going to play. Jalen Hurts, a whole year with these guys, training camp. I know it's a uh, you know, new offense with Nick Sirianni or whatever, but I don't care. I love the Eagles to get at least seven wins. I just I don't see how they win six or fewer. Okay. Because this division isn't crazy. Like they could easily – you know, the NFC East and most divisions are – Really hard fought games, so they'll probably go three and three in the division, maybe mm -hmm. two and four. So you're telling me that you can't find four or five more wins the rest of the way? Come on, yeah. Eagles over six and a half. Okay, uh, my over. I am taking 
the Seattle Seahawks. They are at nine and a half. Um, all Russell Wilson does when he's with Pete Carroll is win more than 10 games. So uh, keeping it short, sweet, new offensive coordinator. Um, but if Chris Carson can stay healthy, their defense is better than it's been in a couple years. I know they have a tough division, but I'm hanging my hat on Russ another year with DK. Tyler Lockett just got paid. Um, I think they'll be all right. So taking over nine and a half if, uh, if we were betting men. Um, I have two unders. Okay, I was going to say I have an honorable mention, uh, yeah, Steelers. For the over? Yeah. Uh, Steelers currently are at eight and a half, and I know that they have a really tough division, but the reports are Big Ben looks great. So I like that. Najee Harris mm-hmm. is a huge improvement over what they had last year. And according to, I think it was pro football focus, the Steelers had just an atrocious offensive line and they got rid of DeCastro. And I know he's a big name, but he sucked last year, according to the grades and the people who do this stuff for a living. So I'll say anybody over him is an improvement. Mm. So I'm not going to put too much, you know, emphasis and, uh, whatever on the offensive line. I think they're fine. Defense is still great. And, um, Deontay Johnson's pretty good at football. So I like, uh, I like the Steelers to get at least nine wins. Okay. Uh, I'm going to stay in that division for the under the Cincinnati Bengals are at six and a half taking the under all reports have been Joe Burrow is not the same guy since the surgery. Uh, Jamar chase this preseason. He's been targeted five times. (laughs) Is four drops. Something's he, he didn't play all last year. He sat out, opted out. Um, I don't think they're getting off to a hot start. And their coach, Zach Taylor, is six and 25 as a head coach. Hot seat year for uh, Mr. <laughs> Taylor. Don't think you mentioned the division is strong. Yeah, I don't they see could, them. They could go 0 and 6. Yeah. Uh, I'll take under six and a half. And that's uh, even I, money I like right that. now. I like that a so, lot. Yeah, uh, I will take the Bengals under six and a half. Yeah, that's that's a really good your... one. Great points by you. I'm, I'm going Houston Texans. They're the lowest uh, on the over-under at four. I don't care. Uh, we see mm. every single year that teams win. The lo- worst team in football wins one, two, three games, and – Newsflash, they won four games last year with Deshaun Watson at the helm, and now they have Tyrod Taylor, new coach. They signed every veteran that off the street that they could possibly think of. This team may not win one game under mm. four. Mm. Okay. It would be crazy if Deshaun pops in and says, hey, and wins them a couple games. But Honestly, their, their roster I don't even, is worse. It is worse, and – they still won four games last year with him. So I don't know how many wins he brings to the table. Okay. Under. My final under, uh, Washington football team. Eight and a half mm. is the line. Mm. Fitzpatrick is not the answer. He, he'll he be fun. I, we've talked about him so many times on this podcast. He'll be fun for a couple of games. He'll have some great crazy throws to Terry McLaurin, but he's not going to win you games. If he does, he'll win one. He, he'll lose you far more. Uh, he is, his record is worse than you think it is, and he's never been in the playoffs. There's a reason he's been on every team in the NFL. 
and uh, give me under eight and a half for the Washington football team. Love Ron Rivera. That's what worries me about this total. Um, he's that good of a coach. Players like him that much, but I don't know. I'm not here for it. So I'll take under eight and a half for Washington. What is this? Playoff predictor to check your records and click the team you want to see to use the schedule. Oh, look at that. Thank you, Mo. <clears throat> What's that? Playoffpredictor.com to check your records and click the team you want to see the schedule. Playoffpredictor.com. All right. Let's give it a shot. Live review of Live review playoff. of playoffpredictor.com. Um, Home. Yeah, then we have best worst of the week, and that's that. NFL. A lot going on on this uh, playoff predictor here. Yeah, you're gonna get a virus. Uh, no, I don't think so. Check out So my grandparents sent me a email uh not an email a something in the mail and it was this booklet and it's it says Monday night football on it and it has every matchup and you have to guess well first first of all there's no instructions Okay. On how to do this. It was a $50 buy-in. And you guess the halftime score. I'm assuming there's no instructions. So there's a there's two boxes for the halftime score of each game and the final score. Um, I don't know if I'm supposed to mail this back to them. I'm going to have to call you like, them. Like a letter? Uh, I'll, I'll go grab it. It's right here. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah, so if you're watching, it, it's Monday Night Football. Uh, costs 50 per book. 34 chances to win, $100 for halftime score, $100 for final score. And then this is like the sample. Like, I don't know if, so is it, is it, it's not going to show up, but it's like boxes circled. Okay, I see that. So I don't know if it's, like, but these things are blank. I, I don't understand. I can't even show you. I, I don't understand what this is. Um, mm. To me, it looks like there's boxes with a bunch of numbers, but I don't know where these numbers correlate. I don't know. I don't know. I have uh, a lot to figure out because it's every Monday night game and some are like stapled shut. So I'm, I have some homework to do with that. But <laughs> yeah, uh, maybe Ricky will know. He, yeah, maybe he's seen something he does like that. a lot of this kind of stuff. So I don't know. Um, yeah. Uh, so review of the website. So the playoff predictor, it has all of the games on here. So basically week one has week one action, and then you get to pick who you think is going to win. And then oh. once you click – so. First game is Chiefs Browns. So okay. I click the Chiefs and it marks checks off that Chiefs are one and zero, 
Browns are 0-1. Ah, uh, gotcha. So then I could go Bills, Ravens, Jags, hmm. Dolphins. We'll go, ooh, Jets or Panthers. Ooh. And Panthers. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Steeler, or excuse me, Seahawks. Vikings. Cardinals, Broncos. We'll go football team at home. Rams, Green Bay, Niners, Bucks, Birds. So now you can look, and it has – I completely did week one. So now at the bottom, I have – oh, and it separates it by division. Look at this. And you oh. go next week. Yeah, nice week mode. two. So you can go through the whole the whole season. It has all the matchups. You basically pick your winners, and then it automatically inputs the data. Huh. Nice. It's cool stuff. I like it, but it'll take a little bit though. Sounds like. But it. hey, I like it. Good, uh, good little find there, Mo. Best worst of the week, and then we are out of here. Uh, go ahead. Uh, best of the week. I start work tomorrow, seven nice. o'clock, bright and early. Yep. So work's a good thing. Hopefully it won't turn into worst of the week. Yep. Uh, worst of the week. Uh, we were playing our championship softball game. Okay. Sunday. Yeah. And it started like monsooning. Uh, during the second game, so we lost the first game, extra not extra innings. We lost the first game by one run. They score. It was tie game going into the bottom of the seventh, and they hit a walk off. Mm. So it's best of three. So mm-hmm. the second game, it was raining basically throughout the whole game. Then the last three innings, it started really downpouring. It's the going into the top of the sixth inning and the score is 15 to 14 and we are losing by one run so they decided to call the game Who's but in the, the umpires and yeah. the other team so in the rule book as long as you play five innings the game can count okay so technically we were losing the game so hence that means we by definition could lose the second game if we mm. don't finish it so we basically lost a championship game on a technicality. Brutal. That sucks. Yeah. Yeah. After playing in just downpouring rain that shouldn't have been played in anyway, should have just been postponed, but, you know, it is what it is. Mm, brutal. Uh, worst of the week, I was uh, – so I stood up on that chair, that couch thing outside on the balcony. Yep. Uh, to see something and uh, I snapped my head up like to stand up real quick and I hit my head <laughs> on one of the um, like the head of the nail oh and um, yeah I got like, a puncture wound I did I had like gushing blood <laughs> it was oh insane God. but it didn't really hurt yeah um, you're it doesn't you don't have a lot of uh, yeah so like pain receptors on your cranium I felt like a hockey player for like a minute, nice. yeah. Um, and now I just have a bump, but that hmm. sucked. And uh, were you freaking out? Week, I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I 
but you were hurt. I wasn't. <laughs> I don't know but, if I'm buying it. But uh, Miss or Ms. Woody was freaking out. Like, yeah, oh yeah. Thinking I need to get go to the hospital, get stitches. <laughs> I was like, I'm literally fine. It's just bleeding. Um. So yeah. Damn. Best of the week. I'm getting my very first massage tomorrow. Whoa. And I think it's gonna be awesome from what I've heard. Couples so. massage. Yeah. Nice. So I've never done it, but I just hope it's like good. And cause like I've, I hope they don't touch my feet cause I have like ticklish feet. So <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure like they ask you. Okay. Well, I will. Tell and like them. you can like sign up for like, uh, um, more like deep tissue. Deep tissue. Or, like, That's yeah. what I want. Yeah. Okay. So you want it, want it, want it nice and rough, huh? Well, it depends. It sounds better, but we'll see. I don't know. I'm nervous. See, I never understood the because I've people I've talked to people and they're like, "Oh yeah, I, I like when they really get in there and they like." Mm-hmm. I'm like, but that's not that's like painful. Like, don't isn't a massage supposed to? It must be a good pain. Be like joyful. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just feel like I don't. I don't want to be like ah, mm-hmm. you know. We'll see. I don't know. That's just me. Maybe I'm just yeah. a bitch. No, I, I'm with you. I, I want it to be an enjoyable experience because you're you're paying for it. You're, you don't want to pay for pain. That's okay. So we're on the same page. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, but yeah. That's well, you have got. to let us. You have to let us know how it goes. Oh, Ricky, just texted me. Is Ricky going? Ricky is not going. Oh, okay. um, there's games to watch. So, you know, okay. He, so he's on there, but he has texted me with week okay. one of the preseason. It says, or week one of college football. It says, don't overthink it. Take Alabama minus 18 and a half against Miami. So is Miami go. not good this year? They're good. Uh, they're just not as good as Alabama and Alabama is like notoriously very good week one. So. Okay, all right. I'll, I'll I'll talk to him some more, but okay, it yeah. Sounds good. Find out some more. Uh, yeah, more info there. All right, Ricky, mm-hmm. Alabama minus nineteen week one. All right, something like that. Yeah. So, I think that's everything. Ben Simmons wants out of Philly. Philly wants Ben Simmons out. So that works. <sighs> yeah, that's definitely frustrating. Mm. Frustrating news, but. Uh, you can't say I really blame him. The city basically is like over him, so I wouldn't want to play here anyway. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. I, nice. I liked. I thought he. I guess I was just fixated on the potential and what could be, but sure. I don't know what they're gonna trade him for. We'll see. All right, we'll be back next week. Um, Hard knocks is tonight. I forgot. Noise. Nice. Watch that. Um, I will let you know how my massage is tomorrow. Yes. Not tomorrow. Uh, next episode. And uh, Sloth should be good to go. And then it's it's uh, it's time for picks. It's real deal next week or next episode. So favorite so, dog wait. total. Yes. Get it ready. Can't wait. I think I already – can I prematurely take the Dolphins? Is that – or I got to wait, I guess, for the line, right? The, for the yeah, week I have one to wait line. for the uh... – Week one line. Yeah. Uh, our good friend Jeremy also gave us a recommendation to talk. What do you say? Talk about free agents. Free agents. Um, yeah. Well, Todd Gurley's washed. Lev Bell is washed. Um, 
and there's nobody really like Cam Newton, I guess. Uh, I saw reports that Cam Newton was linked to Dallas. So yeah, I saw that. That's what they need, another headache. Yeah. That'll be well, good. Well, uh, yeah, their backup quarterbacks suck. Yep. Cooper Rush, baby. Danucci got cut today. Danucci, Danucci uh, played Done. terrible in uh, the Hard Knocks. Spoiler for Hard Knocks. Yeah, he was bad. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, Jordan Howard got cut by the Eagles. I was a little surprised. I thought they were going to bring four running backs on the depth chart, but they didn't. They went with three. They cut Karrion Johnson, too. Yeah, I kind of expected that, but I thought they were going to go with Gainwell, Scott, and Miles Sanders. But mm. it's uh, and it was an interesting choice. I feel like this coaching staff brought him in, so we could see him sign somewhere and sure. maybe eat some workload. Yeah, maybe Houston he goes decent. They could definitely use another veteran running back. Um, who knows? Maybe he could go to uh, – I was going to say he hates. He hated Miami, didn't he? Yeah, Miami hated him too. Okay, so so yeah, not there then. Mm-mm. Maybe the um, Rams sign him. Sure, why not? We didn't even talk about Sony Michelle. Oh, that's right. They just got Sony Michelle. Who's Who am I thinking of? Oh, the, maybe the Ravens pick up uh, Jordan go. Howard. That's what, that's what I was looking for. Yeah. All right. We'll be back next week. Uh, Twitter, Instagram. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. And uh, yeah, we'll be back next week. Probably a third of us, uh, three of us, Sloth, should be here. And uh, we'll uh, we'll be talking preview week one. Pretty crazy. We made it. Um, later, haters. <laughs>